fight for your honor. I'll be the hero. You've been dreaming. <laughs> well, I did it all for the glory of love. Ooh, yeah. Bam. What is happening? What is happening? Unfortunately, the day you were born, that was the number one song. <laughs> August 2nd, 1986, my husband plopped out of his mom's vagina into the world. He came with determination <laughs> to slay the beasts out there. Oh, hi there, honey. I'm so proud of you. How, okay, whoa. Coming out the birthday. gate. Um, I, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's uh it's my birthday. It's your birthday. It's yeah. the thirty-sixth birthday afternoon for you. I got some facts for you about nineteen eighty-six and things like that because <laughs> I you? was fourteen and I remember the I remember the entire year. Okay, take a breath. Hi Leonard. Take yes, it's breath. your dad's birthday. Yes, I am thirty-six today. Yeah. Another year. So because I don't want to risk singing I've the song. Entered, I've entered my late middle thirties. Happy birthday, Paul. <laughs> Paul, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Paul. It's your 36th birthday. Thanks. 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 So how are you? I'm doing exceptionally well today. I had a rather interesting day. Yes. And surprises okay. are afoot. Yes, yeah, surprises Future are Future surprises for the podcast are afoot. Nice. I'm just going to put that out there to the world. <laughs> And and trust me, this is a funny, funny story. And we will make it so when it happens. Yes, yes. So expect it in the next few weeks. It'll be a surprise episode. Don't give a timeline. You don't know when listen, this is going to happen. Come listen, on. you. I'm going to make it happen. You have to under-promise and over-deliver. Oh, okay? I'm going to... Oh, oh, really? Thanks for mansplaining it to me, boss. You're welcome. That's what my fucking ex-boss actually explained to me. Oh, really? Those exact words. Oh, Okay, just calm down. Anyway, you but, triggered me. You triggered me so, to be mansplained to. Okay, well, shut up now. <gasps> I wanted to say thank, welcome, welcome everybody. It's the thirty. I got a parrot. I got, I got yes. a parrot. I got a parrot over here. Yeah, you're a parrot. It's the one hundred and one episode of the disturbingly pragmatic show with Dave and Paul to make your sassy host make your fart and poop 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 poop. Okay, anyways. Boop, boop, you're you are very chaotic tonight i am i'm a bit peppy no no it's beyond peppy like you i want you to go take another pill like another adhd medication some more adhd medication or something no but i do have to take my diabetes medication after this yes my blood sugar was just 11.4 it's coming down come down substantially Yes, from 28 or whatever it was. And the bizarre thing is, I don't feel any withdrawal symptoms from sugar whatsoever. Well, Although I'm having cravings. Yeah, craving, cravings? Are you having cravings? Yeah, like, like you know, dust, I was maybe dust, a little bit too early dust, on this. Listen, listen. <sighs> no, this is going to be another rough episode. I can already okay. feel it. So anyway, I just want to drop that, but I just want to say I'm doing fine. Mm-hmm. I'm pricking my fingers very well. And I'm testing my blood sugar, and I'm going to make an Excel spreadsheet. I'm going to be a responsible boy. (laughs) And this might be actually the kick in the pants that both of us needed to get healthy, because both of us are fucking huge fat slobs. Thanks. Who are in in very dear need of getting in shape because our health is beginning to suffer because of it. You're 36 today, son. 
okay there, Dad. Old man. <laughs> no, <laughs> disgusting. I'm Paul's daddy. No, but <laughs> the look. The- <laughs> Never, ever, again. <laughs> that is disgusting, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. It's my birthday, and I will not have these things said to me. Oh my god, you sound like Goofy from the movie when he laughs. I'm gonna shit my pants. Oh my gosh! Please I'm don't. Shit my pants. Please don't. So. My gastrointestinal tract is a little bit inflamed because of the lack of sugar. They'll say that. Look at shit okay, my we'll pants. Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> what was I even fucking saying? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, so you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you had things that you wanted to tell me. About my birthday. Yes. Facts about your birthday. Because 1986 <laughs> was my year. Like, it's it's one of those years where, you know. What do you mean it was your I year? I just, well, I was 14. So oh, okay. I was the shit. Well, it was, it was my our, year. It was, it was my eighth grade year. Because, again, it was my year. And this is not about you. This is about me. Wow, you no, are but selfish fuck. The fact of the matter is, I have a unique perspective on 1986 that I can share with you. Whereas you do not have a oh, unique perspective of 1972, which you can share with me. Do you have a unique perspective? I do, because mm. I lived it. It mm. was fantastic. All right, well, let's it was hear, the best let's times. hear your it was the best Let's hear times. your experiences on my birthday. No, so I wanted to let you know who, what sort of famous people share your birthday. Okay. So, Sam Worthington. Okay. Okay. That's my sexy noise. Oh, okay. Got it. Leonard's participating. Mm -hmm. So, Kevin Smith. Okay. Oh. Peter O'Toole, the old British Uh, actor. Mary Louise Parker. We like her. Okay. Wes Craven. Okay. Charlie XCX. Oh, yeah. Do you know that person? singer. She's a singer. Okay. So, she's like... What do you mean? What was the name of the singer that I forgot now? Doja Cat. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so she's like Doja Cat. No, right? they're completely different. But Are they? But they're the same age. I'm, I'm assuming. I have no idea. Okay, I don't know. I'm an old man. So James Baldwin, who's a famous writer. He's okay. an African-American writer. Okay. Myrna Loy, an old silent film actress. I have no idea who that is. Did you just go on the IMDb page? Is that what you did? No, oh, I okay. actually looked these up. <laughs> Shut up. And I picked it, I picked out ones which I thought were interesting. Okay. Because there's a lot of like people where I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, who the fuck is that? That's fair. I don't know who the fuck that is. Fuck that. I have no idea who that is. Anyway, so Carol O'Connor, who played Archie Bunker. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And Jack Warner, who was the head of Warner Brothers. Oh, fancy. Fancy. And did you know that he was born in Canada? I didn't The know. Warner Brothers were born in Canada. Really? I think, I think many of them. Interesting. Or maybe just Jack, because I think they immigrated over from Europe. 
So maybe Jack was the only one that was, was, but anyway, I digress. So in 1986, let's take a time capsule back, shall we? Okay. <laughs> These are the best effects I can afford, okay? <laughs> Leonard, for the love of God. He's playing with his little ball, little jingly ball. Okay. Well, as long fine. as people don't mind the little jingly well, ball. What are we supposed in fact, to- no, it adds to the effect because we're going back in time. There you go. Keep but playing. what are we supposed to do? So Stop anyway. him from playing? No. No, play with it. There you go, Leonard. Please, go ahead. Okay. So- in 1986, there were many things that happened. Mm-hmm. For example, the space shuttle Challenger blew up 73 seconds after liftoff. Mm, that's true. It did happen in 86. It did. January 28th. I remember I was walking from the, from the bathroom back to the art class where I was getting a D in <laughs> art because all I did was copper enameling, but that's a completely different story. But I remember because the uh, broad, they broadcast the radio over the... Loudspeaker in the hallways, just so that it didn't sound. Yeah, I don't know. So you weren't scared walking from class to class. I don't fucking know why they did it. Okay, but they actually announced it over the PA, so I was the first person to hear about it. And I then I came back and I said, "Oh my god, I think the Challenger blew up." So that was a big thing. Rupert Murdoch, that creepy billionaire douchebag (laughs) from Australia, (laughs) who's got the United States on complete verge of a of a nervous breakdown and a civil war. Okay. He started his evil Fox News empire. Woohoo. So that's your year of birth. (laughs) This is because of you. It's because of me. I am the Antichrist. A comet came by. Ooh. By the name of Halley's. Really? Halley's Comet was in 86? Halley's Comet came came by in 86. And it sort of came by in 1682, 1758, 1835, and 1910. It orbits the sun every 75 to 76 years and won't be seen again until 2062. So you may get it. I will be 90 if I'm still alive. Another fun fact about Halley's Comet was that Mark Twain was born on the day that, uh, born right when Halley's Comet arrived. Okay. Interesting. Once, and he died the same year Halley's Comet came back. Really? Yeah. Pretty sure it was, yeah, the 1910. uh, Yeah, so he was born in 1835 and he died in 1910. That means there's aliens on that comet. Probably. They're just sucking him back. He's an alien. Fuck, talk about that stupid cult down in the States who thought that there was a UFO behind the Hale-Bopp comet, and they cut off their penises and, and completed suicide as a group, and then they were in a house in San Diego. I've never heard in of the this sun, story. <laughs> baking. Wow. Yeah, and they all had Nike shoes on. Lovely. But they all thought they were going to ascend up into some fucking comet. Because but, of this comet. Yeah, because of the Hale-Bopp comet, that there were some aliens attached to the back of it. But I got to tell you, the moment you asked me to cut off my balls, <laughs> uh, my my continuation with the cult is dubious at best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm kind of attached to my balls. They're attached wow. to me. And, uh, and I don't think that uh, anybody will ever... Take them away from me like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I think <laughs> I think my limits reached on this fucking endeavor. Thanks. That was enough for me. <laughs> Thanks. I go ahead with the shaving. I go ahead with the going bugging people in a park. But man, you talk about cutting my balls off. I'm done. Thank you. That's a little bit. Anyway. So Haley's Comet will be back in 2062. So the Cosby Show was the most popular TV series. Top Gun was the highest grossing film. And that's what friends are for was the top song of the charts. Oh. Out of Africa won an Oscar for Best Picture. The Golden Girls won an Emmy for Outstanding Comedy Series. And We Are the World oh, yeah. won four Grammy Awards. Wow. 
Retail price for a gallon of gas averaged 93 cents. 93 cents. Wow. <laughs> gallon of milk cost $2.22. Bacon was $1.69 a pound. Wow. I'd be dead. <laughs> no, I mean, if I was our, if I was our age right now, yeah, yeah, back in still... 1986, mm-hmm. with bacon at $1, I'd be dead because I'd just buy all the bacon. And a dozen eggs were 87 cents. Interesting. That was the year that President Reagan on January twenty. Uh, and you made $3 an hour. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but but it's not like it is today. No. <laughs> I'll cut that out. On January 20th, President Reagan signed a bill making Martin Luther King Day a national holiday. Oh, 1986? 1986. 1986 was also Chernobyl. On April 26th, where the worst wow. nuclear power plant accident in history occurred at the Chernobyl nuclear power station in the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Fashion trends in 1986 include shoulder pads, Ooh. miniskirts, Leg warmers, huge earrings, fingerless gloves. I remember those. Oh, yeah. Not a fan. Parachute pants, also not a fan. Uh, uh, Stirrup uh. pants, also not a fan. And oversized tops. God, this takes me back. Your year of birth was the best year for chips. Mm. You want to guess why? Why? Cool Ranch? Yes. Did Cool Ranch come out in 1986, bitch. Yeah. Your year of birth marked the best invention in chipology of all time. Chipology. And bitches <laughs> at Doritos, hear me now, right now. I'm going to fucking say this. Doritos, you bastards. Stop with the fucking bullshit with the, with, the, with the Cool Ranch. Cake the fuckers with the stuff. Go back to the double caking and leave that Triple caking. New, new God recipe. damn it. The most exciting thing I ever did in my life as a teenager was open up a bag of Cool Ranch chips and get one of those ones that had, it looked like it had gone through the machine four times or got stuck in a rotor or something (laughs) and got extra coated with that incredibly tasty, I don't know what crack is in that shit seasoning. It's Cool Ranch seasoning. Yeah. It's got cool cool and ranch in it. Yeah. It's from the cool tree and the ranch bush. The what? They get the flavoring from the cool tree in the ranch bush. It was a joke. It fell, fell flat. Ha ha. Let's the cool move on. tree in the ranch bush? I don't know. It was being silly. What magical land do these live in? Because I would like to go there and lick each and every one of them. I don't know. I was making a joke. It didn't No, land. I like. No, because I want it to be reality. I know. But it didn't land. It's fine. I'm drinking my water now. Oh, my God. I'm trying to be so spiffy for your birthday. How dare you? Anyway... Hands Across America. Have you heard about that? Yes, where everybody held hands across across America America for charity. (laughs) It says it in the name. Yeah, well, that happened on May 25th. I wasn't born yet, but it was still in the same year. It was the same year. But basically, it was from New York City to Long Beach, California. Five million people formed a human chain across America to raise money to fight hunger and homelessness. Oh, thank goodness there's no, like, ocean or lake between where they had to (laughs) hold hands. 37 people died. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was in a cartoon where they mocked it. What was it, The Simpsons? Mo- they mocked it and then they viewed and it was like people underwater, like standing underwater holding hands. I think that would be The Simpsons. That sounds Maybe Simpsons-esque. Family Guy. More Family Guy to me. Could be. Simpsons tends to be a little bit more in reality. Not 100%, but they live more in like the confines of real people in reality. Yeah. Okay, so that happened. 
you got t-shirts and hey, homelessness and hunger were solved that day. Oh yes, absolutely. So thank God for hands we haven't had, We haven't had a single issue with that since then. <laughs> nope, not, nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> One of the funniest things, and I actually watched this on television when it happened because I was so excited when I heard that this was an actual thing, because one of my, you know, like I have a real big interest in mobsters mm-hmm. and and the uh, prohibition and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Just that whole era I'm in love with and fascinated by, including Al Capone. Well, in 1986, Geraldo Rivera announced that he was doing a special on the opening of Al Capone's vault. That happened also in that year? In that year. The opening of the vault that was going to have and it had a plethora of riches. <laughs> plethora of riches. It had Al Capone's head. It's basically going to be, uh, whatchamacallit, like Gringotts Bank. You go open it up and it's like filled with gold coins and <laughs> scepters and pearls and gems. Fucking Warwick Davis pops out. <laughs> and then they opened it. <laughs> Dust. And nothing. Nothing. No, in fact, empty. it was empty. No, it wasn't empty. It wasn't empty. What? It was filled with mud and oh. some empty bottles. Lovely. And some shit like that, but nothing. What they didn't realize is that they needed to sift the mud to find the <laughs> tiny little gold shit, nuggets. There's nothing in there. <laughs> Two little tiny little gold nuggets and little diamonds. A little diamonds. Shake, little pa- panning. But panning. The funny thing was, though, is that I wasn't disappointed that they didn't find anything because I really didn't think they were going to find something. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the fact that they didn't find anything is actually kind of cool because that meant that they didn't plant anything. Oh, got it. Yes. Right, you know, right, right. because it very well could have been that they've already opened it up and then and they like, found out oh, there's nothing in there. It's look. like, so then they take like some fucking skull from a cemetery and stick it in there or some shit, <laughs> a gun and a note. <laughs> He's like holding a bag of money. <laughs> I'm never letting go of my riches. I'm when I'm Willie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, but but for me, it was still fun to watch that entire thing because it had a whole history of the Al Capone, uh, you know, uh, era and mm. St. Valentine's Day Massacre and all these sorts of different things and how he died a, a syphilitic death, Ooh. which is not a good way to die. Don't you like it messes with your mind? Oh, right? no, your brain yeah. becomes Swiss cheese. Like, it's not good. Mm. So did you know in 1986... A special vegetable that we love, baby carrots were invented. Yeah, they're not they're not the greatest for you either. Well, apparently these ones were because they're carrots that were misshapen, and the yeah. farmer didn't want to get get rid of them, so he created baby carrots. Ah, interesting. Why aren't they good for you? Well, I think like the new ones now, like the ones that you get in the like the little plastic bags, mm-hmm. like the little tiny ones. I think they're like soaked in like lead bleach and stuff like that and what i don't know yeah the cure for covid is in this goddamn carrot yeah some carrots i prefer like (laughs) i prefer like an actual carrot like like a root like the big root carrot one that can satisfy on a friday night when you've been stood up sort of carrot yes sure sure if you want to go that route (laughs) silliness you know you just put a condom on it wash it it's fine you can put it in your salad later on I know you have more but i have a condom story that i just read that is blowing my mind right now Okay. So, Do you want to take a break in the facts and then we'll well get your I, condom story? Well, this I'm open. It's your birthday show, baby. <laughs> well, the reason why is because I was really shocked by this. Well, not shocked. I mean, I don't really get shocked. Let's be honest. 
But apparently in India, (laughs) the youths of India, they have found a new way to get high. And it involves flavored condoms. (laughs) But it comes from the chemical compound found in these flavored condoms. So in other words, they're getting cancer. (sighs) So um, in West Bengal's um, Durgapur region. (laughs) so So the outlet, the News 18... Earlier, three to four packets of condoms were sold daily, and now packs of condoms are disappearing from stores, a spokesperson for a medical outlet um, advised. So what's happening is that when the flavor condoms are soaked in hot water, polyurethane from the condoms is released, resulting in a cocktail that can give off a high that lasts from 10 to 12 hours at a time. What? So polyurethane, it's a plastic substance used in like everyday type of things, right? Building insulation, car parts, um, glue adhesives. But I'm, I'm sure it's not made for human consumption. Right. Okay. So they're apparently the vice, like the police or the... They said that the condoms are typically soaked in water for six to eight hours before individuals would then drink it. Like and swallow the condom as well. No, I'm assuming it's the liquid, like uh, the breakdown, because it's hot water. Because they pour hot water over it. And okay, then let so then it, it bleaches out. It basically. bleaches out, right? So it's almost like making bud butter, but in this sort of format. So condoms contain aromatic compounds. It breaks down to form alcohol, and then it's apparently very addictive. This aromatic compound is also found in um, dendrites glue. So many people use dendrites for addictive. Also, I think that may be like huffing. Oh, well, that's not cool. Drinking this water can cause intoxication and addiction. If consumed repeatedly, it will negatively impact the lungs and kidneys, as well as harm the body's nervous system. Because it's it's polyurethane, is it not? Did you say it was polyurethane? Yeah, polyurethane. Does that sound like something that you find yes, on the fucking counter of your local... No, but that's what I'm saying. But Loblaws? So, literally, they're taking flavored condoms, just boiling, boiling them, them down, in water, and then drinking it. And then it. drinking it. So... <sighs> fuck and it's to destro- get and it's gonna destroy their bodies oh that's very very much so like that is like going they're to, gonna get cancers the and all kidneys, sorts of things yeah the liver like jesus just... anyway so this popped up and i was like and then you just mentioned condoms and i was like oh my yeah, god that's yeah. a horrible story like that's oh, I was what, a, like, what a fantastic who, happy birthday story you bitch who, i know but i'm just like <laughs> how does that come into your mind to boil the like condoms, flavored condoms, and then drink it to get like high or drunk. Well, that's just something they think right? they're going to do once or twice. But where but did that don't... come from? You know what well, I mean? Like somebody where... figures these shit out all the time. I know, you know but that. it's just like how did they figure out how to make toilet wine in prison and shit like that? Well, I mean, because it's wine. It's no, fermented I know, but, greens, but the thing but is, is that it's like it's a process. This is not a process in everyday I life. Oh, I'm gonna boil down some condoms. Just imagine how fucking horrible toilet wine for prison is. <sighs> fermented just from it in a toilet apples and in whatever a toilet mm. it's just like fuck i lose my eyesight here in oz <laughs> well okay so that was a brutal that was a brutal concept. sorry i just i wanted to share that because it literally was one of those things where i was like i 
I that's, was no, that's I was up. taken aback by it. But somebody will figure that shit out if you can get high on something. True, teenagers especially will figure out how to get high on it. That's fair because they're investigative at that age. <laughs> and then when you get to be an adult, you get your A game going, and you know actually how to get high right. without ruining your body. Yeah. <laughs> But these kids, they, they don't think that they're going to become ad- addicts to it. Right. But what they don't realize is that they will become addicts to it. Hey, hey man. Hey. Nobody hey, ever wants you, to become you, an addict. Do you have any, do you have any, do you have any flavored condoms? Mm, do you have any flavored strawberry. condoms? Strawberry. strawberry. I wonder if different flavors create different highs or breaks. I don't know. Oh, my God. No, I'll stick to mushrooms. Thanks. <laughs> we got a shit ton of mushrooms we still got to do. They make my stomach upset. I think I'm going to do some of this. Uh, I need some. I need some inspiration. But anyway, uh, speaking about condoms, though. Yeah. What were you going to say just then? Nothing. You were going to say. I something? was like, "You're. You need inspiration. Like I need an asshole on my elbow." <laughs> <laughs> do you think it would have a mouth? Do you think it'd be like that poopy mouth that yum, you described? Yum, yum, oh, yum. a quick note. Tim actually sent us our one of our fans. Tim, hi, Tim. Sent us a, a note, like an MP3. For our 100th birthday. Oh, that's right. So I'd like to play that for us now. Okay. Well, hey there, Dave and Paul from the Disturbingly Pragmatic Podcast. This is Tim. Um, First time listener, long time caller. No, that's not right. But anyway, I just wanted to call and wish you a happy 100th episode. I'm a new listener, as you guys well know. But, um... I did want to say happy 100. That's really cool that you've gotten to 100. Stick with it. Uh, You guys are fun to listen to and funny, and I enjoy listening to your show. So just wanted to reach out and touch you really quickly uh, all the way down from the trashy United States. And um, yeah, that's really it. I mean, have a great show. And again, congratulations and keep up the good work. And I'll talk at you later. Bye. Oh, that was so sweet. Thank you, Tim. That was awesome. And I told him, I said that his voice reminded me of Rick and Morty when they're doing the interdimensional cable because they basically improvise that shit, right? Yes. But the way that that guy talks, like it's totally Tim's cadence. It just makes me laugh. Got it. And apparently they've got a podcast, Tastes Like Burning. That's been going. Tastes Like Burning as in like, Tastes Like like Burning. burning. From The Simpsons, Ralph Wiggum. That's hilarious. And do you know how long ago they started their podcast? No, how long? 2000 motherfucking eight. The year before we even Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. That's amazing. They've been together a long time, apparently. They're the Diamond Jubilee of gay. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, like gay, gay years and straight years and relationships sort of tend to be a little bit differently weighted, I think. Yeah, I mean, like you know, fair. You don't need sixty years in a gay marriage for the Diamond Jubilee, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. Well, no, that was such a cute message to receive. Thank yeah. you for that. So check out their podcast. Like, uh, put a link to it in the uh, show notes. In the show notes. In the show notes. But thank you so much, Tim. That was uh, greatly appreciated. Our hundred episode. We're now one hundred one. One hundred one. So I'd like to take us back to a few more eighties quotes. Okay, go ahead. And then you can then interject with another story if you want. Sure, but let's hear some okay. more facts. The Oprah Winfrey Show premiere. Oprah? Yep. I was born, and then she gave a car, and then she gave another car. You know, I'll give it to Oprah. Yeah. She picked herself up from where she was born in Alabama in the racist South. Yeah, yeah. And became mm. Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. It's I fair mean, enough. I th- mean, her, her 
ascent to media superstardom mm-hmm. and billionaire status and mogul status was built on the back of this show. And everything that she has is because of this show. And it premiered in the, your birthday. 1986. Do you know what else was founded in your birthday? What's that? Pixar. Pixar was founded in uh, 1986? Yes. Pixar was actually sold from uh, Lucasfilm to Walt Disney. Disney, yes. Or, uh, yeah, back then. Or was it, no, it was Steve Jobs, sorry. Mm. It was Steve Jobs. And then so in 1986, it was founded as Pixar. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Isn't that cool? Come on, that's your birth year, and that's one of your favorite studios. Yeah, they do put out some good movies. There were tons of good movies, talking about movies. In 1986, Aliens. That's the second one, with an S, right? Aliens. Yep, and in fact, James Cameron. Get away from her, you bitch. You bitch. (laughs) I love that movie. I can watch it again and again. The second one is, is significantly better than the first one. Well, the first one is much more artistic. Yeah. And much more of a space sort of horror opera type of thing like it's mm. just it's such a, a grandiose thing but it's i love alien as well but it's a different but it's a completely different tone mm-hmm. but aliens in the same way that cameron did with t2 he managed to surpass the original yes absolutely so, and also piranha 3d i think he did oh, <laughs> for God. the flying piranha movie back in the day piranha. but uh but uh, you know james cameron i'll give him this he's an amazing filmmaker his mm. films are all equally enjoyable years on yeah majority of them absolutely except for avatar i like avatar I, a lot I, of I think people i'll have do. to see it i i just a I, lot of people do i like it i thought it was great i got the 4k tv we gotta watch it we should okay, i've already we'll told you it. we should but every time i suggest it, you're like mm-hmm. well it's just no but we've been i'm excited about- for the the second part to come out and the third part and well, the that's fourth the thing we've been hearing about them for a decade and a half now for fuck's sake i know but the technology has advanced even more so since then so it's gonna be it's gonna oh, be interesting damn oh, i'm looking for Dropped what? another movie or something in the meantime? <laughs> Shit. Well, they're filming them pretty much all back to back, right? So Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what comes. So, but the movies that they had, so Aliens, Top Gun, Stand By Me, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink, Platoon, Big Trouble in Little China, The Fly, which was the first movie to use the words, be afraid, be very afraid. Really? Gina Davis. Interesting. Flight of the Navigator. I loved that movie that movie i loved that movie flight of the navigator i wanted to be flight joey of the kramer navigator. the kid who played uh the navigator but yeah that's the one that had the flight the, the spaceship right yeah or am i thinking about another movie no no he had the spaceship. it was like the, it was like and silvery and whatever yeah, yeah I it wanted starts to in 1986 him. then it sort of goes into the future yeah he he zaps into the future and then he goes back to 1986. No, it was the 70s. I don't know. But anyway. I like that movie. That, What's that, that other movie that was... Is that Mac and Me with that little weird alien? Oh, when he's going down the in the, f- the wheelchair on okay, the mountain. Can we not... Can we not... I still love that movie, too. <laughs> Can you envision Mac and me, the little alien Paul, in the thing? What? Paul, what? all I can do is envision Mac and me right now because <laughs> that movie is my fucking Achilles heel. Oh, really? Because it's so good. I want to make fun of the wheelchair kid <laughs> fucking flying down that hill so bad. But it wasn't actually. But kid. I can't. It was the alien. 
Yes, wasn't it? It's the alien, but the kid who was in the wheelchair was an actually wheelchair and bound boy. So good, oh, okay. good casting on Hollywood's part. Yeah. But watching the kid fucking fly down the hill of the wheelchair is one of the funniest experiences I had as a kid. Yeah, but it wasn't the actual kid. It was the alien in the wheelchair. No, it was the child in the wheelchair. But why Paul. do I remember the ki- the alien going, oh, <laughs> well, the alien was on the wheelchair with the kid. Oh, that's all I remember. But it, the funny thing is, is that it's such an E.T. fucking ripoff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember the, the little alien's face with the big eyes and the mouth was like just the O. Yeah, just the O. Oh. And the little the little ears, ears coming out. Yes. <laughs> I like that movie, too. But Flight of the Navigator, I had a crush on the Navigator. Oh, of course. Of did course you see I what did. happened to him afterwards? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he sort of went downhill. But no, I remember watching that movie. Yeah, he was another child star when gone wrong. Young. What other movies came out? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just... The fact that you brought that movie up is so fucking funny because... Well, I didn't I said, know it was the kid who felt who was going oh down Oh my God, I his only, legs were going... <laughs> I, only, I only remember the alien. <laughs> Seriously, because of the face. <laughs> I almost think I remember him in stirrup pants in that scene. Maybe. But you remember it different than I do, so... Oh no. No, I'm sorry. I I know that sometimes I'm not as um, politically correct as I should be. But the fact of the matter is, it is the time that I grew up in. I'm trying to be a better person, but no one can ever take away the fact that that scene in Mac and Me is one of the exists (laughs) and is one of the fucking funniest things I have ever seen in my life. And every single time I'm down, I can reach back into my memory palace, pull that scene out and laugh my motherfucking ass off. And nobody around me will be any the wiser. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Yep. In fact, Paul Hogan, I think, was one of the most popular... I think he was the most popular person in America that year. He was the least popular person in Australia from that point forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, it was a huge phenomenon. I know that. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Blanche, do you like... Um, Paul Hogan? Paul Hogan? Anyway, uh, Howard the Duck? I've never seen it, I don't think. Or maybe when I was really little, but I know what it is. Yeah, I think they're supposed. I thought I heard that they were going to be doing a, a like a reboot of that of some sort, like a retelling. Yeah, I don't know, but it didn't get it didn't do very well. No, no, they will never do that. But it has become a cult film. But <laughs> right. at the time, it was a fucking joke. It was a flop. But it has become an amazingly huge cult film over the years. Though. Mm-hmm. So people have got a re-energized enthusiasm for it. But at the time. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it was like the like it was like what the fuck was that? But so hey, we've evolved mm-hmm. as people. <laughs> so uh the money pit an American tale. Did you like that one? Somewhere up there. Yeah, Fievel. Fievel. So an American Tale came out. Night of the Creeps was a horror movie that came out. And the tagline for that was, the good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're dead. I don't know that movie at all. It's a great movie. If you ever get the chance to watch it, it's like a campy fucking, it's ridiculous. But there's comedy and it's got Tom Atkins in it. It's got uh, the kid who was uh, Rusty in the European Vacation movie. 
Mm-hmm. He okay. was in it. A um, couple other people were in it, but yeah, mm. no, it's one of those movies that's that's sort of a, a unhit, like a hidden gem. Okay, I like that one. It is an absolute Dave recommendation. Um, and finally, the uh, um, April Fool's Day was another horror movie that came out that year. You that was an event of his shit. That was a good movie because you you played that for me, and I had not seen it before. And it was a, it was an ending. It was an ending because I I didn't know. I literally I was like, why is this called April Fools? Yeah, this makes no sense. But it was what a s- great movie. What a stupid name for this movie. Yeah. And then it all made sense. But it was so good. Yeah, yeah, it was. I like guess. But then again, I saw it when I was fourteen. With, well, I, with, I saw with, it you know much who. older, and uh, but, uh, I enjoyed just it. Shit, yeah, like I was so happy because anyway. Um, and uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six, Jason lives. Oh well, that's not anything to write home about. Oh no, that was fantastic. Part I, six. I saw geez. that at the drive-in with my brother, and I was wearing my uncle's hand-me-down bell-bottom pants, <laughs> and I went in to get popcorn and was made mocked by the girls in the line because you had bell-bottoms, and I was fourteen. Yeah, well, you're wearing bell bottoms in the 80s. Yeah, I know. It wasn't my fucking choice. I didn't (laughs) hand them down to me. My uncle Jazzy did from the 70s. Jazzy. Although he did hand me down some really nice silk pajamas. Ooh, fancy. And right at the time I was hitting puberty in Bonerland, (laughs) silk pajamas were fun, I'll tell you. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Ooh, it's a slidey. Okay, Phantom of the Opera premiered in the West End. The Phantom of the, Phantom of the Opera. Oh, they premiered oh, it in the West End, eh? Yeah. That was 1986. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, because Andrew Lloyd Webber is British, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, finally, the term going postal came into being after a postal worker killed a bunch of his co-workers in a mass shooting on August 20th. That's Thank awful. God that never happens anymore. That was... 18 days after I was born. Yep. You were the one who inspired it. Wow. It, you were the butterfly wing. Anyway. It's all for you, Damien. So, it's all for you. If you had to pick the five most popular TV shows from 1986 to 87, what would they be? I feel like Who's the Boss is in there. Nope. All in the Family? No. Well, that's the 70s. Are oh. you out of your mind? Jefferson's? Paul, this is 1986 to oh. so 1987. 86, 86. What do we Think got? Think NBC. NBC. Oh, Cheers? Yes, that's number three. Okay. Um, what else was on at that time? Cheers. MASH? Think Mass Rapist. MASH? That ended in 1983, dear. Oh, sorry. Rapist? Think, Why we think ch- Mass Convicted Rapist. Law and Order? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> dun, dun, Who? Dun, 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 no. dun. Seriously, that I think started at either eighty nine or ninety, but oh, no. Geez. Okay, so I got one. Who, who? Who's someone who's out of jail now? Who I rail on about on this podcast often and with fervor. Do you know how many people you rail on and with fervor? Whip, 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 whip. Whip, 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 whip. Bill Cosby. Oh, so the Cosby Show. That was number one. That was number one. Okay. Wow, it took a long time to get there. Holy shit. So Cosby Show number one. Three is Cheers. Two would be... How about I sing the song for you? No. Give me a hint. Can you give me like a... Sha-la-la-la. Johnny Mathis. Sha-la-la-la. I don't know what that is. (laughs) It's the last part of the theme song 
I have no idea. Charles in Charge? It's, no, that's Charles yeah, in Charge. Yeah, I know Char- that, but what well, is it? Okay, no, okay. So What's it's, it's got um, It's got a famous Canadian actor in it who was in a really big movie from 1985 about time machines. Great, that still doesn't help me. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. What was he in? Oh, um... Ties, family ties. There you go. That's number two. Okay. Sha la la la. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have got that, man. Sorry. 14 years different. Sorry. Okay. So now the the fourth one, Mm -hmm. the fifth one is The Gay Show. Golden Girls. There you go. Okay. Okay. The fourth one is The Gay Show East Coast, up north. Kids in the Hall? No, it has a has a teacup lady in it. A teacup lady in it? Yeah. She's a teacup in a, or she's a teapot in a in a movie. Oh, murder! She wrote. There you go. That's number four. So there, you've guessed all of them. Took me a long time. Sorry, but that's okay. I was all over the you place. You weren't born then. You just were born then. Yes, that's true. I lived it, so of course I can try and yeah. lead you down the path of understanding. Murder! She wrote. So things that actually happened on your birthday, August second, nineteen eighty six. Okay. Of course, the number one song was "Glory of Love," as I sang at the beginning mm-hmm. of this episode. Population of the world was just under five billion, and Roy Cohn died of AIDS-related in- related causes. Mm. Roy Cohn, the famous one who taught Donald Trump to be Donald Trump, and who was the right hand to Joseph McCarthy in the McCarthy hearings back in the fifties. So a real gem and a gay guy. So not doesn't make any sort of sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, a self-hating one. To that. <laughs> okay, so how many? What what date do you think you reached your one billionth second on? What year? By one billionth second? Alive. 525,600 minutes. Times 60. <laughs> <laughs> um, one billionth. I'm going to say you're asking for my age? Just, just know what year. Oh, what year? Yeah. 88. No, Jesus Christ, you were two years old, you friggin' ridiculous person. 87. You were one year old. You just went down when I just mocked you for being two. Oh, 84. I was born in 86. <laughs> Are you, you're testing me, aren't you? Are you doing this on purpose? No, 90. You... 91. No. What? What year 2018. Then? Jesus Christ, a billion oh, seconds, Paul. a billion Paul. seconds. A billion Sorry. seconds. That's a long-ass time. So what did you say, 2000 what? <sighs> 2018. April 2018. 10th. 2018. Yeah. Wow. Do you know how many years you've spent sleeping? I don't know. 42. <laughs> 12.01, which, which is basically 144 months or 4,383 days. And the percentage of your life sleeping is 33%. I think your, your percentage is a bit higher, though. It's probably around like maybe like 38%. And the last fact that Maybe I, a 44. The, <laughs> <laughs> so full moon since your birth is 446. That's all I got. Well, isn't that just gay and dandy? Thank you. And of course... <laughs> I could do that. No, you can't. I absolutely can't. Anyways... It was two seconds. They're not going to catch it. (laughs) I like to live on the dark side, Paul. But we do have one thing to talk about, though. Okay. Nichelle Nichols died. Yeah, she passed away 89 years young. And she had an amazing life. She had the first interracial kiss on television with William Shatner. On Star Trek. And if it wasn't for Lucy 
And Desi, this show wouldn't even have existed in the first place. Produced at Desi Lu Productions. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. You have to you have to really give it to Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz for the absolute huge franchises that are still with us to this day. Mm-hmm. Like Star Trek, like Mission Impossible. Like, like there's a whole bunch of them they created in their Desi Lu Studios that still run a day. But unfortunately, Nichelle Nichols has gone to the great beyond. Yeah, there's been a few stars that have come out like and made like statements and stuff like uh Zoe Zeldana because she played like Uhura in the reboot of the mm-hmm. the the movies and stuff like that. Which were so good. Uh Whoopi Goldberg mm-hmm. um was talking about how like she became she loved seeing that like she was like nine years old when she first saw mm-hmm. Nichelle like as the character in Star Trek. And apparently she said like I always wanted to be in Star Trek because of her. Because she didn't have representation on television exactly. before yeah. Michelle Nichols. Mm-hmm. To have a black person on television like that at that time was massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know. It was it was it was groundbreaking. Um so yeah, so she's uh so she passed away, and of course, I'm looking at our friend Doug, Doug Maldenlock, his name is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put his uh, his socials in our show notes. Yeah, he has an IMDb page. I'm so impressed with people who have IMDb pages. Well, not only that, he's won fucking Emmys. He's an Emmy Award winner. He's an Emmy Award winner, and he listens to us. That's and so he's cool. our Patreon as well. That's so cool. That's so awesome. I love Doug. He's part of the family. And uh, so I'll put his uh, his IMDb page into the show, show notes. The show notes. The show notes. Because I think you all should check him out. He's really cool. And he's got a lovely family. And he's just loves Star Wars and loves Star Trek. And he put a lot of things on his Instagram for Nichelle Nichols. Because, of course, he's met her. Mm-hmm. He's met a lot of these oh, people. Oh, I know. He gets to meet so many people because of like the Comic-Cons that he that he uh, works and volunteers at all, yeah. the, all the time. Like You get to meet so many cool people. I don't think I've met a more genuinely nice person Aww. in a long time. He just exudes warmth and positivity. Mm. And uh, I know I'm sort of tearing up when I say that, but it's just when you see the bullshit that goes out there in the world and the people that are out there in the world causing horseshit left, right, and center, to actually experience someone mm. who just don't, wants to be giving of themselves and has a really warm heart and, uh, you know, Doug, will you be my husband? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's fine, David. The door. How dare you? Don't let the door of a bitch. No. hit you on your way out. <laughs> no, but I don't want to sound like I'm all sappy douchebag by saying this, but I'm just like, he's a very warm individual. Amy, who introduced us to him, mm-hmm. is a wonderful individual. Yeah. You know, the people that we've... So I'm just so happy to be doing this with you and the fact that you're 36 now. And you're going to have to get your finger up your bum to check your prostate. Um, I've had that done already. I've well, had colonoscopies. Can I do it tonight? Mm, maybe. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how things go. A little birthday treat? It's a little task. Tasking. Well, you know, there are times when you have to do it and your birthday is one of them. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. But yeah, so that's... <laughs> well, thank you for contributing to... Uh, my the birthday celebration. I appreciate that. I hope that you enjoyed the facts. The facts were interesting. They were definitely um, fun. I took a fun I, facts. Oh, I like all the facts, and I picked through facts because there were other facts. Like, did you know that in 1986 there was an there was a lawsuit against Otis Elevator down oh, in Florida? Yeah, 
And I had never heard of this, but I read this and it just made me laugh out loud. So the jurists were in the elevator going to the courtroom and the elevator broke down because they were going to deliberate on a fucking... (laughs) Oh my god! So Otis Elevator was being sued. They were deliberating the case and on the way to the courtroom, the elevator broke down. (laughs) And that I think that's hilarious because isn't Otis still the primary thing today? Oh yeah. Isn't that what it's called? Oh, yeah. And they had to pay out $135,000, I think, in the, the payout. But I'm thinking, wow, that's like a nothing payout. That's so funny. The judge is like, sorry, we need to restart this case because now there's a bias. Yeah. Because <laughs> they got stuck in the elevator. They were all thinking like, well, you know, it's not too bad. And their mind's on their way up. And then they get stuck. Oh, no. Let's just vote now. Don't. Let's 12, count the no. vote. It's like, a forced, it's like a forced vote because you're 12 people stuck in a fucking elevator yeah. for 20 minutes. Ugh. Which is not great. No, any amount of time stuck in an elevator sounds awful. Yeah, touch wood it starts to slip. I've never gotten stuck, but again, you probably. know what's horrifying is when you see in the movies when they're like trying to pull people out of the elevator and suddenly the elevator goes and cuts them in half. Okay, well, that's we, my we saw that in Final Destination. We saw it in a couple things. Really? Yeah, I just remember. Can't Final remember Destination. the other one, but there is one. Hmm. But yeah, it cuts them right in half. I don't like. The, I don't like the thought of being cut in half. It'd take too long to die. I, mean, so I thought you were laughing there, but you were just yawning. You I wasn't yawning at all. I'm getting bitch. old. See, that's the thing. I'm getting old now. 36 years old. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to uh, thank you, my love, for bringing the facts to the thing. Thank you so much for focusing up as well as focusing. the show pro- pro- progressed. Yes. And I want to thank everybody for listening to this lovely episode. I'm an, I'm going to go now and maybe have a little glass of wine or something. Smiley wine. Smiley wine. You got to drink it because I can't. I know. Because I'm diabetic. <laughs> I'll lose a toe. Here we go. Now there's, you know, let, let's just, I'm gonna I've be the got ADHD. Here. I've got BPD. I've got diabetes. <laughs> I'm molested. And um, always. Yes, I was molested. Just, just adding to the list. But I will say this. What? There are certain foods which I will gladly give up a toe for. Yeah, well, I, you don't have a choice of which appendage is affected by that in a negative way. It could be your kneecap. <laughs> it could be your nipple. What do you mean your kneecap? What your about, nipple. It could be your elbow. Really? It could be your nostril. I got a diabetic nostril. You know, never know. A nostril. You know, it could be your left butt cheek. Your glute. Glute. Because of the glutens. To my glute. (laughs) The glutens. Oh my God, glutens. What the fuck? Seriously, again, the fuck with the glutens. Thank you for joining us. Let's make up a word because we're millennials. If you're um, interested in following us or uh, viewing us on our socials, at Disturbingly Pragmatic or at DP with DP on Twitter specifically. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you would like to uh, embrace, you know, the DP lifestyle, we do Ooh. have our Patreon page. We do. So, you know, double we, penetration. We offer we offer a variety of tiers for your for your pleasure. Mm. So thank you again and uh, ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> We'll talk to you in the next one. Off to record the after show. Bye. Bye.